Daniel on for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady back. She's a member of the family. It's uh, Kay Smythe. Also see her on Newsmax on Saturdays and Sundays, and I guess tomorrow as well. And uh, you could also go and read everything she does in the Daily Caller. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. I'm happy. I'm sorry I sometimes bring doom and gloom, but I promise that's not the case today. I was just pressing the delete button over and over on the emails coming in last week. So she's she's really great, and I love her accent, and man, look at her. But why is she ending the world this entire... (laughs) It's like our conversation last week turned into, the world's going to end, deal with it, have a nice day. Yeah. And then today you send me stories. I'm like, come on, really? The world's still ending? Um, I, I don't know that these are ending the world, but it certainly shows that there are some holes in how we detect what, what could be, in fact, uh, in harm's way when it comes to the planet. We'll get into that. But plus, we're going to do some, some happier stories, some, yeah. some different stories, maybe even an entertainment story or two. So how have you been? Good? Good. I've been good. How, <laughs> how have you been? Well, here's the thing. You live in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina. No, I don't even know oh, where you live. You're, okay. just in the middle, you're just in the middle of nowhere. And uh, for some reason, you get the happening video of the high-speed chase, like at the house. How does this even happen? Now, you sent me this I, video, and I, yeah. I, admittedly, I watched the first few seconds, and it's so dark. I'm like, I don't know what she's showing me, and I just shut it off. That's on me. I should have watched it. it. This turns out it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I thought this might be where you're going. So this happened last Thursday, actually, Joe. This is how much of a bad friend you are. So John and I were out, like, you know, we're getting ready for bed. It's probably about, like, 10.30. And I go out onto the porch to take Stan out. And this, like, I hear around the corner, like, we live basically between, I guess you guys would call them intersections, but I call them uh, T-junctions. So it's like no, one road that, comes no, don't, to don't an call, end. So, don't call it T-junction. That's very yeah. very Welsh of you. No, no. They're <laughs> intersections. Go ahead. So I live right between two intersections down like three, four country lanes. Yes. And I'm out there with Stan and John. And I'm sort of like looking through the tree lines. We can see right now, you know, it's winter. All the stuff's died back. And I was like, this sounds like there's a truck coming down here that's like going really fast. And it looks like there's a cop behind him. I was like, and I literally said to John, I was like, are we about to see a, house, uh, a high-speed chase? And he was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> and so it went past, and we were like, oh, that was exciting. That was pretty cool. And we're still sat out there. And I was like, John, I think I can hear them it's way off in the distance, like down the other side of this road. And we were sitting out there for about three or four minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, they're coming back. And so John leaps up with his phone, um, you know, gets his camera out. And, yeah, this pickup truck that had, like, something like the muffler or something. I don't, I don't know how you soup up a car. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Had the really it, loud but they'd muffler. Had something okay. done to it. Yeah. So he comes. And we live right on what happens to be basically a blind corner then. So he, this cat, like he was a kid, he just comes flying past the house. Like, you know, the sirens everywhere. We hear this like, and we kind of, (laughs) he kind of like skids and there's like another car coming. And then the next thing you know, he's in a ditch and then he's in the field across from the house. And there's like eight squad cars pulling up and there was a drone, um, which might have been a UFO. I still don't really know yet, (laughs) but we're going to say it was a drone. Um, Oh, it was so exciting. No one was hurt. No one got shot. It was, you know, it was all fun and games. And uh, the kid, like, I mean, it sounded like a kid. He had clearly thrown something out of the window, so there were just cops all over the place for, wow. like, the rest of the night. But, yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, I sent the video to my editor, the like, that night being like, oh, dude, look what happened. You know, thinking nothing of it. Right. And then I ended up writing it up, and, you know, it was on the news. Which I think is awesome. So no, it, cool. it bears mentioning that Stan, because people are like, why is she with John and Stan? Uh, <laughs> Stan is Kay's female dog. 
Now, now, I don't want to get into the story of it, but poor Stan, probably still wondering what the hell's going on. Why, why is she calling me a man's name? Now, um, uh, but uh, so you guys got good video of it, you know, and I am a bad friend. I still have the video, huh. the original. I'll take a look at it, and, and I want to see all this action now. I didn't know it was going to be all that. Oh, it, it was a whole thing. See, cool stuff happens. Actually, one of my colleagues was like, God, you know, like all the coolest, craziest stuff happens to you guys. And I was like, it doesn't. I'm just like, I think I'm quite good at telling a story. I'm sure a lot of people have seen a high speed chase, but I think I get so excited about it that other people get excited about it, which is quite sweet. Well, it must but be the really. The video is pretty cool. It I must be. People checking it out. For your editor to say, hey, do something on that, that's got to be something. It's Case Mythe. Go to casemythe.com, read everything she does in the Daily Caller, including this one, which is. Um, uh, SpaceX or Bastro asteroid mining mission. What are we talking about? We want to mine asteroids now? Yeah. So this company, it, it just came out with this new press release. It's right. actually like three or four different companies. So it's a British company who make these like mini satellites and an American company who's like, well, we're trying to create technology to mine on asteroids and your mini satellite seems to be the best way to sort of like collect a bunch of data that they need to create and sort of calibrate the instruments that are needed. So the American company is piggybacking off of a SpaceX launch to send this British satellite into space so that they can collect data to calibrate all of this equipment and start developing essentially the tools to mine on asteroids, which I mean, oh, when you read, when you just hear that, like, you know, clean, we're going to mine on asteroids. It's like, oh, great. This is the start of like every single apocalypse film ever kind of thing. Right. But I actually spoke to the CEO of the company today that's organizing this. And it sounds really interesting. I think it's a story that I'm going to keep tracking. And as you know, Joe, we have a massive blind spot in our asteroid detection system as a planet. Like we yeah, have I did an not asteroid know that, actually. No. You, say, yeah. you say, as you know, trying to make me sound smart. I'm not uh, when it comes to asteroids. But I've got to stop you because, again, I used to play the game Asteroids. Um, and, and probably way before your time. And asteroids appear to be in motion. So you're telling me they're going to waste a bunch of money attempting to land on an asteroid to mine it? It's not my money. So aren't asteroids care, moving? Am I wrong? Raise. They're moving, aren't they? Like very fast through space. They are moving, but at the same time, it's sort of one of those things where we're also moving super fast through space. And I'm not a physicist. I think I got like a B in physics or something in school. Um, so I do have a lot more questions. And I'm going to interview, hopefully, the CEO on the podcast at some point in the near future. So I will answer all of these questions. Anyone listening is more than welcome to send me questions and I'll save them and make sure that they get asked. Cause yeah, at first, cause like they only raised like $13 million for this thing. And I was like, there was, I was like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news lads, but uh, I don't think you're going to be able to learn how to mine an asteroid with just $13 million. <laughs> like that's, that's not a thing. Um, but then after speaking to the CEO, he was like, no, we're literally just trying to figure out what equipment we would need and how we would need to develop it to do the mining. So what, are, like, what, oh, are, they, what are they hoping to find? Thing. What do they think asteroids are made of that they want? Oh, like platinum and a bunch of minerals really? that like some of which we don't even know exist like on Earth. There's a bunch of cool stuff that um, that's yeah, like we like, I don't know how to even get into it with me, like, because they're meteorites when they hit Earth. So, like, sometimes their composition changes a bit. So, we really well, don't wait a second, know wait a second, wait a second. About. No, 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 stop. Asteroids, meteors, and meteorites, they're not the same thing? 
No, they're the same thing. So okay. it's an asteroid when it's in space, and okay. then a meteor when it's in our atmosphere, and then okay. it's a meteorite when it's on the floor. Why can't we just call it one name, do you think? Because scientists are words I'm not allowed to say on radio. That's so annoying. Why would they? It's just trying to confuse a brother. So um, so uh, um, uh, we, we're going to mine these things as they're hurling through space. And I get that we're going like 15, 17,000 miles an hour. I know that our, our, our orbit is fast. I get it. But we're with the gravitational pull and the rotation of the Earth. We don't feel that until you get in space. Then, of course, we've got to find the window to get through and all that. Um, so I, I get it. But I would have to imagine that they're moving just as fast. Are there... Maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Are there meteors or meteorites or asteroids or whatever the hell they are today? Are they in our orbit as it is and we would just have to catch them in our orbit? Or would we have to go beyond our orbit to try to get these things? I think Is that a, is that a quality some... question or not? I think it makes sense. So I guess it like sort of depends on like, yeah, because our orbit goes through um, meteor streams. So like um, okay. we have these ones called the Taurids which is was once one giant asteroid that broke up into lots of little asteroids. And it's sort of like this ring that exists in the solar system okay. that we travel through every, well, we estimate from the evidence that we've seen on earth from previous impacts. It's pretty much every 11 to 12 or 11 to say like 15,000 years. We travel through this, uh, collection then it's just like a debris field really in the middle of space of these asteroids and then they can impact us and then last week we had <coughs> excuse me we had uh an asteroid that actually came through our orbit because it's on its own it's doing its own thing you know its orbit interacted with ours right um came down through lower than a lot of satellites actually and we didn't discover that this thing was going to well, I think it actually flung its way past us, and it, even if it hadn't, it wasn't so big that it could have done a huge amount of track. Like, you know, it, it wouldn't have, you know, wiped out a city. But we didn't discover it. Uh, NASA didn't discover it. JPL, etc. No, some amateur astronomer in, I think, somewhere in Ukraine or Crimea saw this thing, then alerted a bunch of, you know, establishment scientists saying, hey, there's an asteroid heading for us and it's going to come lower. Like if all my calculations are correct, it's going to come lower than where our satellites orbit. And this could be a bad situation. We, right didn't, we didn't detect that on this planet at all. No. And then NASA was like, well, we look for the big scary ones. And it's like, we had an asteroid hit Russia, <laughs> right? In 2013. Right. Knocked out like, 10, like tens of thousands of windows. Like the shockwave was like if that had hit New York City, New York would be shut down for years, literally years. Wow. And it didn't even hit the ground. It exploded in the air above us. So is there like, is there a way to fix the blind spot? Yeah, you literally it's just called like funding NASA more than we're funding random wars in Ukraine and giving them <laughs> all silly. of the tools that Come they on. need. That, that's like yeah. building a wall on the southern border. That'd be crazy. Because, I know. because uh, Zelensky needs the money. It is uh, Casemythe, uh, Casemythe.com. It's S-M-Y-T-H-E. Very, very Welsh. Uh, Casemythe.com. Go there. Follow everything that she does. Go to the Daily Caller. Check that out. Also go to Newsmax TV. Um, uh, for, do you want to stand up and show the people what you're wearing? Let me see that. Oh, my God. On my birthday shirt. Yeah, this was a gift from my friend Kim. Yeah. It says Wallen, and it's like a longhorn uh, skull 
on there. Let, let me ask you, uh, and again, I don't dislike Morgan Wallen. Hell, maybe I'm on the show sometime. Um, and I didn't realize he was on The Voice. I probably have heard him sing before. But like, I'll look through Instagram videos and stuff, and there's a guy that like sits down next to girls, and he's got a guitar. Hey, can I sit here? Hey, what, what are you listening to? And like nine out of ten times, the girls sing, I'm listening to Morgan Wallen. What is it about the guy? Is it him? Is it that he sings that well? Why is he the thing right now? So, Joe, the first time I ever saw Morgan Wallen, I'd never heard of him before, and he was already incredibly famous. Um, he was on SNL, and I saw him do a skit before he did his performance. Was he hosting SNL? No, Jason Bateman was hosting. Okay, so he, he was, was the artist. The mus- okay. Yeah, he was the musical artist. And the only way I can describe it is he got up on stage and started singing, and like he's got like this mullet, and you can tell he's kind of a big dude. Um, he's not huge like he's no like you know john would dwarf like he'd be dwarf next to right, john right but um you know there was just i was just like oh, oh my oh my god who who's this man i can't watch him no like why is he looking at the camera like that stop looking oh my god you know it was one of those kind of moments where i was like i clearly find this guy attractive but like look at him like he's not attractive and then I couldn't stop playing one of his songs round and round and round in my head. So I was wow. like, well, you know, clearly I had a physical reaction to watching <laughs> this guy perform. I might as well listen to his catalog. And I've yet to hear a song I didn't love. And it's just like he writes anthems. He writes songs that like I'll be singing with my close friends when we're incredibly old. You know, it's the same kind of thing that... Oh, God, what's that one that my mom used to... Like, George Michael, back in the day. Okay. You know, all the girls were just like, oh, my God, George Michael, that kind of thing. Yeah, George Michael was a really good-looking dude. He wasn't like a mullet guy. He was a really good-looking guy. Until we found out what he was doing at, like, the rest stops. But, yeah. um, you know, I mean, he was, he, wham, that was all the rage back in the eighties. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I guess, I guess I don't, I don't get it. Now I have seen, I've gone back on YouTube to see his, the voice. And I don't know that I even remember him from being on there, but he's a good singer. Very good. He's also a bad boy. Is that part of the attraction? He's yeah, like, he's, he's like, he's a, like that guy who you're not sure what he's going to say or do. Yeah. He's like, he's super respectful though. Like, you know, he loves fishing. Like he's very simple. He's the kind of guy I think. He represents what a lot of women in my generation really want. They want someone simple. They want someone funny, sweet, loving, who, you know, is dependable, who isn't, you know, super flashy and going to make you feel insecure because they're wearing suits that, you know, are like insanely expensive and you just want to sit around in your sweats all day, you know, like he's very unpretentious. And that I think is another major selling point. Yeah, but from what I understand, uh, according to John, you're not allowed to meet the guy. No, I'm not even allowed. You know, like how with some couples, it's like, oh, who's your like one celebrity? Where if you met them, you're allowed to make out with them. We don't, we're not even allowed to (laughs) do that as like a... Come on. Because, well, no, because if you think (laughs) about it, like, Pax, it's so funny. The other day I was sitting around with John and a couple of his friends and they were talking about a bunch of Joe Rogan interviews that they'd recently listened to. Right. And people that they'd seen on Joe Rogan. And I was like, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but I know every single one of the people that you've just described personally, like they've spent time in my homes. In fact, one of them actually rented a room in a house that I was also staying in when I first moved to America. Like I'm always three degrees of separation from anyone. Like I can find it. And so, and I'm already three degrees of separation away from Morgan Wallen, but that's a whole other kettle of fish. 
But it is, it's just one of those things. So we don't even do it. And I, I would not make out with Morgan Wallen. I do not. I don't date musicians. Did, I haven't dated say, musicians since my high school boyfriend. Did, like, did, never did again. That's another kettle of fish? You've never heard that saying before? Is that a North Carolina thing or a Welsh thing? It's a Welsh thing. Yeah, it might just fish. be a my family thing. Who, who, the, who the hell makes a kettle of fish? I have no idea, but there's a lot of fish in the atmosphere messing with a lot of bad things, so, you know. I've got Which not is, even a minute. You know. Not even a minute, Smythe. Uh, and do this in like 30, 45 seconds. Tell me about the okay. new series from the guy that created uh, Yellowstone. It's called Four Sixes, and it looks like the protagonist is going to be Jimmy from Yellowstone. Four Sixes is a real ranch. It's, it's spelled 6666. Um, it's real. It's in Texas. It was founded in the 1900s. It's going to, it's ripe for development and storylines. It's already part of the sort of Sheridan, Paramount, Yellowstone universe. I think it's going to be great. Probably it'll end up coming out in the next year or two. Repeat after me. Ranch. Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it's casemythe.com. Go and follow her there. Go check out everything she does. Podcast will be up and running very soon. Also dailycaller.com. Everything that she writes, you're going to want to read. It's pretty incredible. And also on Newsmax. Kay, thanks a million. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Joe. See, no one died this week. Wasn't that nice? Not yet, but I'm still going to get emails. We're back at, <laughs> right after this. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. We always appreciate uh, K. Smythe coming on. Go to at, uh, at K. Smythe over on Twitter, also on Getter or KSmythe.com. Time for some pop culture. Dirty pop. Follow what's happening, dude. So TMZ is reporting that actress uh, Cindy Williams has passed away. That sucks. Yeah. From Laverne and Shirley. Right. She was 75 years old. It doesn't say what she's passed away from, but they just said that... Um, she has passed. If memory serves, I think that she dealt with cancer at one point several years ago, but that's sad to hear. I mean, so many like famous people, I don't know what it is about 2023, but hopefully it'll slow down. Sorry to hear about that. That's for you. You used to watch that show? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, it was a good show. CJ, you're way too young to have watched Laverne and Shirley. Have you ever even heard of Laverne and Shirley? I have not. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's CJ, that's Polo, that's, uh, that's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Thank you.